The museum exhibition in Sydney is shedding lights on the significance of eight high-profile visits by Pacific leaders and missionaries to Australia during the 19th century. The exhibition displays various items belonging to historical figures, such as Tonga's King George the I, Māori chief Hongihika, and Fiji's Ratu Dankumbao. It's all meant to highlight a period of history where some Pacific leaders were being acknowledged as indentant rulers. Co-curator Ruth Chulai says the visits drew massive crowds and dignitaries who were welcomed by Sydney's elites. Fina Funua spoke with Ruth Chulai. Were there many Pacific Islanders moving through Australia during this time? As um... Oh yes, oh yes. There are many Pacific Islanders moving through Sydney and also through the whole East Coast. And they travelled as seamen, they travelled as cook hands, they travelled as labour. So when we looked at the man- manifest of the that came and went over that period, sometimes the entry was, you know, it may be as simple as three men from Vavao or two men from Fiji, but they didn't actually specify their name or their place of origin. So that was part of the difficulty in identifying who we might select because they were collectively registered under a very generic term. When looking at some of these visits, there's political motivations. For example, Hongi Hika um, was in Sydney to forge alliances, and you had King Dubol the first yes. to discuss affairs of the states, and you have Ratu Thakumbao, who's there after Fiji's formal session to Britain. Could you expand on this? So if you think back to the 1700s, 1800s up until 1901. Sydney was the main port of administration, connection to the UK, and it was the nearest port of a foreign government. And a lot of the missionaries did make Sydney their headquarters. And so the natural attraction to power would have drawn the Indigenous people to Sydney and that would have included Sakambar, King George and Hongihika to go to Sydney to see what they could acquire or what they could learn from foreign governments in terms of agriculture, in terms of civil society, in terms of trade. Sydney was that focal point of power in the Pacific. According to one of your curators, Jude Phillip, the interaction between European Australians and visiting Pacific Islanders in the early 1800s, mid-1800s, was generally friendly, and you had Australian politicians and governors welcoming these Pacific Island dignitaries, treating them on an equal standing. It contrasts with Australia's dark history of you know, the the white Australia policy and... Yes. Was Australia a more inclusive society during the 1800s before it became a federation? I think that Sydney, being the main point of, of interest, was uh, fairly relaxed. It was... I mean, it grew out of commercial and administrative interest. I mean, there's newspaper articles about King George's visit where thousands of people reportedly followed him in the street because they were just curious. Sakambar was the same. You know, he'd dress up in his tarpa regalia and, and people would be just so keen to see him, um, something out of the ordinary, and a very stately man from the Pacific. Um, everybody wanted to see and they were curious. 
And also they knew that the Pacific Islands were, you know, being unified in in certain places. And so it was a place and, and time of discovery and finding your place in the world. And I think when the, you know, the wide Australia policy came into place, I think that was where the the, the turning point is or was. And that also impacted on the blackbirding trade and also the theft of people from Solomon Islands, Vanuatu, New Caledonia and PNG. Some made it home and some never made it home and some remained and created new bloodlines in Australia. You said that too often in Papua New Guinea we were taught that colonial Europeans were the explorers. What did you mean by that? All my life I've been taught thinking that the Western world was the one that was exploring us. And once I started working on this expedition, I realized that we were also exploring them. We would you know, hop on ships and just sail off in, on the horizon. Wherever that boat was going, we wanted to go too. We wanted to see what was happening beyond our horizon. So you have a discovery. I think as, as a people, we're natural discoverers, we're natural adventurers. We've got a whole ocean that we use to navigate on. And so we were also interested in what these traders and these explorers were bringing and what benefit we could take back to our community. So while they were exploring us, we were also exploring them.